Good morning. Today is Friday, October the 27th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the fourth quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called God's Mission, My Mission. This morning, we're finishing lesson number four, and the reading for today is called Further Thought. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this preparation day that you've given us today. We ask you to please be with us as we prepare for your Sabbath day this evening. Help us to be ready for it. Help us to do everything that we need to do. And so we can be ready for your day as it comes. We ask you to please send us your Holy Spirit as we study this Bible study guide. In Jesus' name, amen. We will read from Patriarchs and Prophets by Alan White. First, we're going to read from page 140. Love for perishing souls inspired Abraham's prayer. While he loathed the sins that of that corrupt city, he desired that the sinners might be saved. His deep interest for Sodom shows the anxiety that we should feel for the impenitent. We should cherish hatred of sin, but pity and love for the sinner. All around us are souls going down to ruin as hopeless, as terrible as that which befell Sodom. Every day, the probation of some is closing. Every hour, some are passing beyond the reach of mercy. And where are, and where are the voices of warning and entreat to bid the sinner flee from his fearful doom? Where are the hands stretched out to draw him back from death? Where are those who with humility and persevering faith are pleading with God for him? The spirit of Abraham was the spirit of Christ. The Son of God is himself the great intercessor in the sinner's behalf. He who has paid the price for its redemption knows the worth of the human soul. With an antagonism to evil such as can exist only in a nature spotlessly pure, Christ manifested towards the sinner a love which infinite goodness alone could conceive. In the agonies of the crucifixion, himself burdened with the awful weight of the sins of the whole world, he prayed for his revilers and murderers. Father, Jesus said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now we'll continue reading from Patriarchs and Prophets, but we'll read pages 133 and 134. Abraham was honored by the surrounding nations as a mighty prince and wise and able chief. He did not shut away his influence from his neighbors. His life and character, in their marked contrast with those of the worshippers of idols, exerted a telling influence in favor of true faith. His allegiance to God was unswerving, while his, ability, while his affability and benevolence inspired confidence and friendship, and his unaffected greatness commanded respect and honor. And now as we finish the lesson for this week, we have four discussion questions. The first question, what other examples from Scripture show us an individual who fulfilled his call to mission? What about John the Baptist? Would you call him successful? And so there's many people in the Bible who who were given a call to mission. Another example, and, and, I'm, and I'm not going to give you many examples. I'm going to give you another example because I, I want you to also think of, of some examples. 
Elijah. Elijah had a call to mission. His cult was to bring Israel back to so that they could see uh, the true God. And God used them by, uh, by having him proclaim a drought, uh, a drought that, that, that ended up happening in Israel. And, uh, and then at the end of the drought, there was a big ceremony where God and Baal were both given an opportunity to prove which of them was the true God. And so this is an individual who fulfilled the call for mission that God gave him. What about John the Baptist? There's another one. Uh, would you call him successful? Well, he died in jail. But you know what? He did prepare the way for Jesus. That was what he was supposed to do. He wasn't supposed to be successful like men measure success. And in fact, John the Baptist was not success was not successful as men as the world measures success. But he was successful as God measures success. He prepared the way for Jesus. In fact, his Jesus's first disciples came from listening to John. A second question, read Genesis 19, 30 through 36. And here's a question. What does this tell us about the character of some of those saved from Sodom? What does this tell us about the character of some of those saved from Sodom? All right, so we're going to read Genesis 19, 30 through 36. Now Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. And he lived in a cave with his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to come in to us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not know when she lay down or when she arose. And the next day the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay last night with my father. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. Then you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him. And he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. Wow. What does this tell us about the character of some of those saved from Sodom? Well, a couple of things. One, it tells us about Lot because Lot raised or reared these two girls. And so their character, uh, Lot and his wife, were somewhat to blame for that. But on the other hand, Lot wasn't completely gone either because they had to get him drunk. If he had been, if he had been too far gone, if he uh, was very, very evil, they wouldn't have had to drug him. They wouldn't have had to get him drunk in order to do what they wanted to do. But this tells us that even those who were saved, there was you know, plenty of wrong with them as well. Um, question number three. What other lessons can we learn from the example of Abraham regarding mission and how it is done? You know, it, it, is, it, it is great uh, 
to see the mission that Abraham did, did in these stories that we studied this week, especially the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and how Abraham interceded for that city. It was a city full of evil. And we know that. And we could see that from the experience that the two angels had at the house of Lot. And and even though these people were really evil, Abraham still loved them. Abraham still wanted to save them. As long as they were alive, there was a chance for them. And, and you know, this is something that we can learn from Abraham's example. We should love all. And our hearts should go out for those who are dying without knowing Jesus, without giving their lives to Him. We're, uh, you know, we many times, many of our churches, and it's not just this, you know, our church, the South Adventist church, this happens in many churches. We Christians are content sitting in church and watching the programming, watching a, a, a sermon that entertains us, watching uh, some nice music that entertains us, enjoying it, uh, spending time with, uh, with friends who also go to that church. And so instead of being worried for those people who are dying without knowing Jesus, we are more concerned with ourselves. And this is a huge lesson that we can learn. The le lesson is forget about yourself. Think about those who are dying without Jesus. What can we do? What can you do? What can I do? What can we do to bring those who are dying without Jesus to Jesus' feet? And the last question says, think about this. Would you deem Abraham's intercession for Sodom and Gomorrah successful or a failure? Well, let's see what happened. He interceded for Sodom and Gomorrah. And God said, if there's 10, I will not destroy the city. There wasn't 10. God destroyed the city. So somebody can say, well, that was a, a failure. Because there wasn't what, uh, what, what Abraham asked for. Uh, the city was destroyed. I, Abraham didn't get what he wanted. He wanted to save these people. And, and so one might say, well, it was a failure. But you know what? Uh, on the other hand, it was also successful. Why was it successful? Well, first of all, every one of us knows how wicked Sodom and Gomorrah were. God could not find Ten righteous people there. And even Lot and his daughters were not really righteous. Maybe Lot. Maybe Lot. But his daughter, certainly not. His wife, certainly not. She died. And, and so maybe one out of all of these people. And so we know that now because God destroyed the city. But, you know, this is also successful because it was written down for us to see and for us to use as an example. Every time somebody, out of their love for the sinner, has pled with God so that God can save that sinner, that that person got that idea from reading about Abraham's 
intercession for Sodom and Gomorrah. That is a success. Each time that that has happened, that is a success. Because Abraham showed us how we are to live. And so he didn't really save Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah, the people in Sodom and Gomorrah perished. And he saved, uh, and, and actually uh, God was already going to save them. He, God, God saved Lot, his two daughters. And, uh, and that was it. But it was an example for us, for us to learn what is important, what we can do. And what we should be doing for others. And the intercession that we should be having for those who are lost. And how valuable their lives are. And how precious they should be to us as well. Because they are precious to Jesus. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father. Lord, we ask you to help us to be like Abraham. Uh, to be uh, honest to our mission, to be faithful to our mission, to do what you it is that you want us to do. Help us to intercede for those who are dying without you. Help us to do whatever we can to bring those people to the feet of Jesus. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Help us to enjoy this preparation day. Help us to do the things we need to do to prepare for the Sabbath. Take care of us in everything that we do. And keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us tomorrow morning. We're going to start lesson number five tomorrow morning. So join us tomorrow morning. Thank you for being with us today. God bless you.